The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 117. I hope that you guys are doing well today and if you do happen to be struggling with OCD and uh, anxiety, you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com. There you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. Today's podcast is taking a look at how we can bring more understanding, awareness and uh, positivity to acceptance to avoid this kind of uh, white knuckle ride of the experience of acceptance. There's no need really for us to really struggle um, against uh, not performing the compulsion. Um, you know, it's something that we can actually learn to do in a, in a positive way. So in today's episode, we take a look at how to do just that. Um, as always, if you have any questions at all, uh, do please feel free to, to let me know. You can send me an email or you can get in touch via Instagram. And uh, I really hope that you enjoyed the episode. Many thanks. Why standing up to OCD doesn't have to be a white knuckle ride. We've all been there. We have to make uh, a choice and are we going to continue doing what we know is making us sick? The actions that we habitually take that keep us stuck in the anxiety trap and unable to move forward in a positive way? Or are we going to do something different, something challenging but ultimately very rewarding? With OCD, it's about playing the long-term game. If we choose the former, we are going to continue to struggle with OCD in the future. But if we choose the latter, we are opening ourselves up to the possibility of change. One of the main elements of ACT, uh, the choice point, highlights this decision-making process. Russ Harris, the author of The Happiness Trap, states that the choice point's main aim is to illustrate and connect users to the two main options we have as human beings in any given situation. We can move towards what matters to us, or we can move away from what matters, and we can do both sets of actions in countless different ways. When we take the time to plot out the situation that we're experiencing, the inner stuff that hooks us and how we respond to it, we can more easily identify what moves we can make that would move us towards what matters and connect with the deep significance there. Personally, I I can't state enough the importance of learning how to do this, learning to move towards what matters despite the difficult feelings and thoughts that you might be experiencing is really at the heart of learning to overcome OCD. It's a huge step in the right direction. 
There are, though, generally two problems for people with OCD when they try to apply this to their lives. Number one is that you may feel like when you, um, when you arrive at that choice point that you don't actually have a choice, that you have to perform the compulsions. And this is an illusion, a very sneaky and clever illusion that the OCD creates in order to keep us trapped. The good news is, though, that you always have agency, even when you feel like you don't. Even, even if you choose to perform the compulsion, bear in mind that you know, you're making a decision to do that. By taking small steps and practicing uh, not doing what, whatever it is the OCD is, is kind of telling you to do, you can begin to demonstrate to yourself that actually you're the one in charge and not the OCD. The second problem that many people struggle with is having made the decision to move towards their values, um, actually sticking with it and following through. The second problem that many people struggle with is having made the decision to move towards their values, actually sticking with it and following through. When we take a a long-term view like this, we are keeping ourselves in the game and open to the possibility of real change. But that doesn't always mean it's going to be easy. Sometimes it might be. Having made the decision to focus on values and not perform the compulsion, you may find it easy to stick to it. But the counter is also true. There may well be times when having made that decision to do the positive thing, you're left with an intense feeling of discomfort, like an itch. The perceived need to perform a compulsion can dominate the mind and left unchecked can lead us to feeling like the only way we can deal with the feeling is simply perform the compulsion. As we know though, this is taking the short-term fix and sacrificing our long-term happiness. So how can we bring more acceptance to this discomfort? How can we avoid the the white-knuckle ride of not performing the compulsion? Well, there's no one-size solution that, that fits everyone, but what we have are a range of skills and practices that can help us bring more acceptance to these difficult emotions. My advice is to try different ones and see which ones work for you. And one of these is to sit down somewhere quiet and to on purpose pay attention to the sensations of the discomfort. Try to notice where exactly in the body you can feel it the most and then try to breathe towards those areas, not with the aim to get rid of the feeling, but to explore and understand it more. This action of moving towards the discomfort can help to transform it. If you want to explore this more, you can find a a guided meditation for it from one of the uh, earlier podcasts. Um, Something else you can try is to get the body moving. So often when we are struggling with these kinds of feelings, we're sat still and, and stagnant. By moving the body and focusing in on the body in a mindful way, we can get ourselves out of our heads and into our bodies. Uh, which is obviously a much healthier place to be. Uh, Five minutes of exercise can also shake things up and can help us to, to process stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol, as well as promoting feel-good chemicals such as uh, endorphins and serotonin. You can also try uh, applying various different diffusion techniques to the thoughts and feelings. Um, Keep trying to remain present and focused on your values. 
the the good thing uh, with these emotions is that they never really stand still. If we can put enough energy and focus into things that, that we value, we can learn to disengage from these emotions. The intensity um, of them will go down if we can allow ourselves more time and space. Remember that a big part of getting over OCD is building more self-compassion. And as soppy as it may sound, being uh, kind, gentle and non-judgmental with ourselves throughout this process of letting go of the obsessive thoughts is essential. You are going to make mistakes and sometimes you might give up. The objective though is to not get too annoyed with ourselves and to recognize that this is a normal part of the process. If it was easy, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast in the first place. Each time you fall back, dust yourself off and try again and remind yourself that you're doing your best under difficult circumstances. Having OCD is is no easy thing. However, you know, we have lots of tools and techniques to help us with it and we don't have to be trapped as a, as a prisoner of OCD. In fact, something I like to remind myself all the time is I'm somebody who struggles with, um, with obsessions. Sometimes I perform compulsions. However, I'm not an OCD person and I really don't think it's that helpful to, to think of ourselves in that way. So that's it for today, guys. I hope that you found that helpful. And as always, if you have any questions, uh, please don't hesitate to let me know. Many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we, we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram, uh, at Robert James Coaching UK. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.